Blog Talk Radio.
is sort of a little bit overridden by the fact that the moon, Mercury, and Saturn, again, Saturn is playing here, are in a really uh, tight T-square in fixed signs. So moon in Leo, Mercury in Aquarius, Saturn in Scorpio. It, it becomes uh, difficult if we're, if we're thinking of ourselves and we're wanting to get some center of attention on us at this time to actually be able to have that stability in, in compassion for others. So what we want to do is we want to go to the graciousness of Leo, the fact that Leo is also a very welcoming sign. And um, if we can feel a, a welcoming and an open energy of in, an invitation to others, to friends, to relationships, to intimate conversations, uh, Saturn and Scorpio, then we're going to get the best energy out of this T-square. So that... Um, you know, Mercury square Saturn, which can be difficulty in communicating, uh, you know, if, if, we, if we can kind of pass through that, then we're going to be able to really get to the stability of, um, of the compassionate mind. Uh, Venus, which is also in Aquarius, we have three signs uh, in, in air right now. Three of the major planets are in air. Uh, Mercury, Aquarius, Venus, Aquarius, Mars, and Libra. Um, Venus, which is in Aquarius, is in a loose sextile. It's going to be getting closer. It's about four degrees right now to Uranus, which I think is um, a nice Uranus and Venus in a sextile is our, the, the suddenness of love. The, the, when we get called upon to you know, give a dollar to a homeless person or uh, call a friend because we know that, they're, um, that they need to speak to us or just to be able to bridge our own selfishness for a moment. Um, that might surprise us. And so um, Uranus Venus is a way of uh, shaking us up a little bit by being, by being loving. And uh, Mars in Libra is actually uh, um, trying to Mercury. So while Mercury is having a negative aspect with Saturn, uh, it's it's in a really nice trine, 25 and 26 degrees to Mercury. This is our our this this I think overcomes quite strongly the the reticence of Saturn. Saturn might make us not want to communicate, but Mars in Libra trine Mercury is going to I think overcome that Saturnian oppression and um, make it make it quite quite um, powerful for us, actually, to express what it is that we need. We're, we're feeling very idealistic these days with Mercury and Venus in, in, uh, in Aquarius. We might have some very high-minded, idealistic attitudes about what's possible. And um, I, think, I think that's good. You know, I think that Mars doing the trine, it, it certainly can give us a little calmness here in some of the craziness that's been going on. Uh, Jupiter, Uranus, and Pluto still in that T-square, the cardinal T-square. Mars actually working its way back down to that, April 21, 22, 23. So uh, I would say your global energy is looking pretty good, even though it's kind of complicated for this week. Um, express, express yourself as readily as you can and be compassionate um, when, when you feel it's it there when you feel compassion there uh, express that too so that's your global energy minute um dr craig um i want to go to the uh the switchboard and uh see who's hanging out there hi area code 310 you're on the inside connection 
Hi, good hi, good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good, thank you. Um, have I worked with you before? No, you have not. I was uh um I've been actually trying to um get on and listen to you for the last couple of weeks, but I think you've taken some time off though. <laughs> you know, it was it was a series <laughs> of, of it was a series I do apologize for that actually. No, not at I, all. It just made me more No, excited. you know what I mean? It was a series of craziness in the family. So just like that oh. a couple of things with with my kid <laughs> and and I oh, like couldn't I couldn't show up on the air. So no okay. excuses. It's just family overrode my um, some professional responsibilities. That happened. No, that's no, okay. It's just um, been so exciting. Christine. Hi, Christine. Um, can I get the first initial of your last name? Um, yes, it's I is in um, I is in India. That's fine. And your birthday? Uh, June sixth, seventy-four. Oh six oh six nineteen seventy-four, and your birth time. Uh, between 4.30 and 5 a.m. So I'll say 04.45 a.m. And birthplace? Um, Egypt. What town? Um, I believe <clears throat> um, it's either Alexandria or Cairo, but I've been saying Alexandria. I didn't stay there for long, so I would say Alexandria. Um, it's here. It's in it's in the actually the ephemeris, so why don't we use yeah. it, huh? It sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. So um June sixth, nineteen seventy four in Alexandria, Egypt, um, four forty five AM. Um yeah. great. Let me just bring up your chart. Have you ever had your chart read? Um, I have. I've actually had it read by a friend of mine who's a, apparently uh knows you well and she's the one that told me to uh to when I get a chance to call in. Um oh, a friend okay. of Pat. Great. Great, mm-hmm. no problem. Um, so, you know, according to this, the, mm-hmm. with 445, I mean, you're, you're a Gemini, and, and interestingly, you have the moon south node conjunct Gemini. I'm going to do a little talk in a few minutes about the nodes, which is, has to do with purpose and destiny. And, um, you know, the south node in Gemini, especially conjunct to the sun like this, would mean that you're really very much of an information gatherer and that you love information and that you love finding out facts and communicating. And one of the hard things about the south node in Gemini is that you could be, you know, sometimes collecting so much information that you get overwhelmed with the amount of input that you bring into your own mind. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you're, you're you're getting, you know, obviously to an age where um, I, you probably have been working on that for a while. You know, you have a pretty special birthday coming up in June. And, um, you know, I think that the balance between, you know, you, you're, you're, you were born almost really like in a full moon. It was just past a full moon. I don't know if you know that. And um, the your, the North Node in 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 spirituality and also in foreign culture, and I think in in dealing with foreigners in general. But your spiritual, religious, or metaphysical studies. Um, are you married? Um. Well, technically. <laughs> so you've been in a well, relationship for a while. Um. Yes, but um, I'm okay. going. To, yeah. That's fine. Um, is is that person spiritual? Um, 
Uh, supposedly, kind of, but not really. Um, but yeah, um, it's, Probably it's kind of a difficult really. question. Do you find them? Do you find? Do you find them culturally different from you, or are you? You know, are you interested in their background in that way? Did you grow up in the um, United States? Yeah, we well, we both did. Actually, we both did. Um, so it's culturally we're pretty similar. Same, okay. similar mindset, similar moral values, like you know. But okay. Um, yeah. One of the things that I think having Sagittarius in the seventh and eighth house, which you have, talks to me about is is wanting some kind of a spiritual partnership. You know, or you're, you're, you must have a side of you because your moon's in Sagittarius that's spiritually driven, you know. Do you have children? No, we do not. Yeah, that's fine. Um, just because you have several planets also in Cancer and so you have a nurturing drive and you have a drive, you know, like there's a part of you that wants to, um, you know, nurture something, you know, like be connected to or loving or protect something. Do you guys have pets? Yes, that's absolutely true. Um, yeah, we're we're actually separated right now, so this is why okay. it's a little difficult to answer some of these questions. But yes, we have pets. Yeah, no, well, that's fine. I mean, if you're separated, there could potentially be some reasons for that. You know, I mean, that's mm-hmm. why I asked. And and right yeah. now, it's not quite this year, but even even next year, you're you're definitely taking into account what it is that you want from that relationship. It it's almost like um. You have an energy, it's it's bleeding into what's called the midlife crisis, which you don't have next year. But prior to that, you're going to really be reviewing what do you really want out of a relationship? Like, what do you really want? And, a, and, a, and from a non-fantasy-based place, like, what have you been imagining that you want? It's, you know, like, what do you think you want? You're going to be really very drawn to something that says, oh... Um, this is what this really is, Uh, this is what I really need, does this really fit into that? It's going to become almost more like like you're going to pull some of the blinders off of the relationship. And you're probably doing that already. Uh, you know, because yeah, I've done uh, that Saturn, <laughs> Saturn, you know, it's actually interesting. If I rectify your birth time, uh, right now I put it in at 445, but I'm betting that um, that you're born actually a little bit earlier than 445 because that would put the cusp of your relationship house a little lower in Scorpio. It would mean that Saturn is kind of hanging out around there, which would make a relationship very heavy, and a relationship mm-hmm. that wasn't working out quite well would create separation with Saturn in the seventh house. Mm-hmm. Um, there. You know, I mean, I, I I could ask you if there's somebody else right now or if there's somebody else that you're interested in. And the reason that that comes up is because Neptune is sextile your Venus, and you have Venus in the 12th, and the 12th can make give you a very romanticized notion of love. And um, Neptune, this placement of Neptune, sometime during this year, you're going to be have a crush on somebody, a total crush. Um, if that hasn't happened, if it's that hasn't happened already, huh? <laughs> no, it has not happened. It's been a long time. No. Yeah, well, um, you it know, would surprise you... me if it happens because um, it's going to be very, you know, sort of 
hanging out right around this Venus energy almost all year. It hasn't. It's just kind of getting there just now. So um, <clears throat> this is only the beginning of of this 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 trend towards you. Um, Somebody that actually would be really quite good for you. So I'm not saying anything bad about the relationship you've been in for a long time. I just think that relationship you're reviewing, and um, you might do a review of that relationship by bringing in someone else for a little while. And it doesn't have to turn right. into something sexual, you know. It can be very spiritual and um, uh, because Pisces is like that, Neptune's in Pisces right now, and so it could bring about somebody that's just, you know, you feel very connected to on a soul-based right. level. Well, in all uh, fairness, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, not give you all the information, but it's, in all fairness, fine. we're definitely separated and in, 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 in process of a divorce, and I've definitely did my inventory of the whole relationship, and it was a very toxic one, so yeah, um, well, I'm definitely in a much better then. place. I'm definitely in a much better place right now. So yeah, but it's interesting that. that your your looks like you are working really this year now on manifesting a relationship. That won't surprise me at all. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. It's you know someone even even I guess even if it's a friend and it's a and it's possibility that it's just a friend and that it's a woman. There's a possibility, but it's going to be a very very strong connection and it's. Definitely happening this year. I'll be really surprised if it, if you if you don't have this experience of 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 a of a relationship where somebody really knows you, you know, like that kind of thing where when you, and how we're really touched by when somebody really knows us. So um, Neptune's around six degrees in April, and then it retrogrades and it goes to six degrees around August, and then it goes direct, and then it's six degrees. Even as late as next January, February But my feeling is is that This relationship I'm speaking of Manifests in August Slash September That would, wouldn't surprise me if that's when it comes about Or a little earlier, even July, August, September Sometime over the summer um, And it, it, wow. You know yeah, it's good energy. It's very, very good energy. Very positive, very loving. That's great. It, like I said, it doesn't have to turn into, you know, a, a, a necessarily a big relationship because it's going to be a very kind uh, experience with someone that I think is very, like, positive and good for you. Um, yeah, you've been through some hard time, you know. Like, Pluto <laughs> has been in opposition to your Saturn. It's been in opposition to your Mercury. Um, it, it's 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 been you know destructive in some ways, and um, yeah, if you're having sure. some issues with money, um, I think those that were have had you know let's say in the last year or two, those should be getting a little bit better, um, more positive. Um, Jupiter is now direct in in your second in your second house, so even in maybe the last year. The money has improved a little. It will continue to improve. It uh, goes into the third, and it races right into your fourth, so I don't know if you're thinking about moving, um, but you're going to get Jupiter in the fourth house. So in the late summer, you're also going to be doing something with your house, whether it's you know buying some new furniture or actually relocating to a new apartment or a new house. Hmm. Um, lesson, when you said moving... So, uh-huh. Go ahead. Sorry, when you said moving, you you were meaning like uh, home moving, not business moving, correct? Yeah, home moving, okay. not business moving. More like moving. a home, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. No. Business looks okay. I don't have a lot to say really about business right now. Do you have a business partner? No, I do not. It's just myself. It's just There's a possibility your... of partnering with somebody in the next couple of months. I did I just wasn't sure if that would be a good idea for me to make so many changes. Well, it says you're gonna take on a business your chart says you're gonna take on a business partner, so um and that, that and that, that will work out okay for you. But you know, you have to judge who the person is because um, I'm not sure that in the next couple of months is the right timing for that. So we'll see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it, I think it has to do with your residence. Ju- Jupiter going into the fourth is very nice for like expanding your home or moving into a home that's actually better for you. But you mm-hmm. know, like a lot, I want to just say just a couple of things before I want to say a few things about my my class tonight, which is that you're really here to learn about. Um, spirituality and information like the information you gain from spirituality and having spiritually based relationships so if you weren't having one then it it's time for you to kind of bring that in now because saturn's going to go into your seventh house next year and you're going to feel very drawn to wanting to have a, a more of a spiritual life and perhaps it's your partner that's going to introduce that to you. A lot of your your planets are on the left-hand side of the chart. It makes you focused on yourself. Um, it makes you focused on, like, your money and the way you communicate and, um, you know, who you are and, and what it is that you talk about and who you socialize with and your friends. And But there's another whole side of your chart that you're working towards, and that side of your chart is about having a relationship with and connecting with someone in a in a committed way but the 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 secret for you to finding a relationship that actually works for you mm-hmm. is to find the relationship that opens you up spiritually where there's spirituality and sex and spirituality in compromise and all of the connections that you make with that person are are directed towards some kind of a, a higher understanding of of you know it could it could even just come from culture the culture mm-hmm. of people a greater acceptance of that so that's your little mini reading it was nice to talk wow. to you Christine thank <laughs> you so much this was lovely You're welcome. I, was I hope you have a good night and beautiful thank you so much oh thanks so know. much bye bye now bye bye so um, you know I feel like that conversation that I just had with um, with Christine can lead me into a brief because I know I only have about eight minutes left can lead me into a a brief discussion of the moon's north node um and um the couple of things that I think I I want to say and that I want I just want you know to be clear about is that the moon's north node gets a confusing rap about being like our destiny or something that we end up um just sort of having in life and um you know that we're going to fall into and and that we're encouraged to work towards it but there are reasons why we're encouraged to work towards it and they they have to do with the fact that um the the node the nodal axis this moon's north node and the moon's south node represent spiritual lessons and soul lessons and soul development and the nodes are actually where all of that soul-based um, uh, energy 
actually intersects with our physical experience of life. So when we're looking at the regular planets, you know, Sun through Pluto, and we have some kind of a Mars transit, that's a very tangible, usually physical experience of life. Even if it's a Neptune transit, we end up still having some kind of physical experience. And yet the the nodes are not physical things. They're not planets. They have to do with a calculation between the sun, the moon, and the ecliptic. It's a mathematical equation. And what it does is it provides us with a, a direction that we're moving from and towards. But those things are still interacting with one another. And um, interestingly enough, the south node, which is a part of this conversation, um, is a... Um, it, it's part of the past. It takes part. It takes us kind of like a stock of the past, but it's something that we're continuously wanting to work with and build upon, because it not only represents a longing that we have, because there's a familiarity there, but it it represents gifts that we have. So our south node, like I was talking with Christine, her south node was in Gemini. She has gifts of communicating and teaching and um, learning and and gathering information and things like that. And um, and she has a longing to be in that space, to be reading and to be uh, talking with people and socializing and communicating and laughing. You know, Gemini loves that. Uh, but but that, that, that area of our lives can become quite stale and actually, in a way, uh, not have a lot of meaning if we're not working towards the moon's north node and this is what's so interesting about the uh the moon's the moon's north node energy is that we are we have to consciously work towards it since it's not an actual physical part of our chart we have to consciously work towards the moon's north node energy so a lot of us feel it a lot of us know what that moon's north node energy is. We feel it, even if we don't know about our, our astrology. And we're drawn towards it, but we might shy away from it. We have an opportunity to shy away from it because it's a big thing of soul development, spiritual development. Remember, and this is this is actually a quote from Kevin Burke, who wrote a book called The Node Book. And um, it's, he says that the soul path lesson is a far more subtle thing than a Mars transit, which I thought was so, so beautiful because um, the, the, the path that our soul is traveling on, that's, that's a far more subtle thing than something that's tangible, you know, right? Than, than, you know, oh, I've got to pay the bill or this bill is late or I bumped my car into something a couple of days ago or I got, you know, a, a hole in my jeans and I need to go buy a new pair or something like that, you know. Or I had a fight even with my husband, you know. Those things are far more uh, tangible than the moon's north node path energy which is far more subtle i love that so it's the north node energy that gets energy flowing and funny enough as we reach to the moon's north node we discover that the longing of the south node is actually fulfilled so again using 
to my example of my caller, whose moon's north node was in Sagittarius, and also she has her moon in the, the north node, her path is drawn towards a higher level of higher truth, whether that's because she's interested in law, or because she's interested in foreigners, or because she's interested in traveling, or because she's interested in spirituality, or religion, or metaphysics. It's moving towards all of those things that actually provides her with her ability to use her gift of communication, Gemini. And so depending upon where our moon's north node is, as we work towards approaching it, that's where we really discover um, that, that our south node, not only our south node is a gift and we can use it, but that, that we actualize the south node, the longing for the south node. So um, I, I read when I was doing, you know, just some some more research on the topic today. I read I read someone's blog and I really loved the fact that she gave this analogy, and she said that it's like the the south node is the stomach and the moon's north north, north node is the mouth. And if the stomach is hungry, if it has a longing, it has to go to the mouth to get it satisfied. And I thought that was amazing. Quite a quite an, uh, an apt analogy to working with this powerful thing called our destiny point. I'm Dr. Craig, and I'll be here next Thursday on the Inside Connection. I'm so-